The following podcast contains content warning for cops, protests, PETA, vermin, drinking, arson, and smoking. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to Tablet, a micro RPG podcast. My name is Tim, your host and editor. Tablet is an excuse to get my friends to play and review micro RPGs with me. Uh, this episode, we're going to be playing Unkindness by James D'Amato. Uh, you can find it in his uh, mic- Ultimate Micro RPG Guide, uh, not guide, his book, The Ultimate Micro RPG Book. Um, and you can find James D'Amato on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Set our goal, mm-hmm. which is there's still people in that soccer field. We got to knock all those stupid baseball caps off. <laughs> so we're getting rid of all the baseball caps in a park. <laughs> yep. Okay. <sighs> I, th- I think for thematic reasons, it's a different day. And the obstacle is that it's not a soccer game. It's a, it's base- a youth t-ball game. Yes. <laughs> Perfection. Oh, no. Um, I think a not insignificant amount of the t-ball dads have those um, those things that go over their hats that has the two beer cans <laughs> uh, and then the straw. So, like, that is a barrier to knocking off the baseball cap and that might be LaCroix <laughs> I'm struggling with an idea if you have one go ahead I'm that was my idea shit well was that it's a baseball game not a soccer game that's my so obstacle. there's more hats yeah okay okay so obstacle one is there's more there's there's more hats hats obstacle two is the hats are weighed down some mm-hmm. of the hats are some of the hats are weighed down um obstacle th- three uh these children are hitting nothing but incredibly fast pop flies. We are on oh. a constant baseball threat <laughs> oh. the entire time we're here. They're not interested in home runs. I want to get that one. Pull. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Well, it's, it's not a regular baseball game. It's a T-ball game. Yep. So they're just trying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. speaking of t- speaking of t-ball, have y'all seen the recent gif that's been going around of th- this like coach puts the ball in the t-ball like stand, and this little girl like hits it, and it goes exactly down the baseline, and the entire infield sprints over to it, and then she does like a gymnastic, like, oh yeah, 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 like like handspring over it, um, and then you hear the coach just yell again. <laughs> seen this i'm getting you know, I'm I'm it's it's so cute. yeah so chauncey chauncey yeah yeah what's up remember what you did with that stupid goth couple no cool cool you pecked holes in all the wait yes yes i do <laughs> <laughs> memory is literally my power sorry about that <laughs> um yeah yeah you uh you poked holes in all the cans, right? Yeah, I did. You should do that to all the LaCroix and the hats. Well, I would, except for some reason, I feel some sense of ownership of the fact that they have the LaCroix <laughs> in the hat. So I don't know if I'll be able to do that. <laughs> Mechanically. Mechanically, so to speak. 
<laughs> you gotta, you got, or or you can just knock it out of the hats. Mechanically, that was the obstacle that I proposed. <laughs> right, so. right. <laughs> you're correct. Why, why don't I understand the rules of this game? I do. Um, okay. Uh, so. Someone else could do that, though. <laughs> yeah, someone else. If Chauncey won't. Because you know Chauncey what? somehow made peace with these cans. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. It's, this Great. Is, here's what's going to happen. I'm not going to go after the cans. <clears throat> I'm going to go after the straws. Oh, okay? that's good. Right. If I can take the straws, then they're going to rip the cans off their hats and come chasing me around because I need the straws to drink whatever's in the cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling youth mm-hmm. for theft here. That's a four. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So how's how well does this work out? Yeah, I think that you uh, go and uh, pull the straws out, and the um, uh, they I'm have only to, targeting the home team. By the way, yeah, they they the dads like have to. Um, they can't catch you. Like you fly up way too high, drop them off in like the pond on the other side. So they have to take the cans out and drink them like a regular person. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, the, the few dads that, uh, or the, the not insignificant amount of people with beer can hats on their hats, uh, they are no longer weighed down. There we go. Okay. So the obstacles are, there's no longer hats being weighed down. Mm -hmm. There is a pile of baseballs in the air, but that one's mine. Yeah. Even though I came with a good solution on how to get around it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I need a different obstacle, which is currently chart to have there be less hats so we can get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Basically, we have a whole bunch of hats to go after. Okay. I I have an idea. It's the it's the top of the ninth. And um, (laughs) Goblin is going to make it really hard for one team to play good. So the other team wins, and so half of these dads are going to throw their hats down in anger. <laughs> so Then I'm, we can poop on them. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to be really loud, um, which I think is being a nuisance. So that's feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime any of the kids on, what's the name of these two teams? The Tigers and the Crows. Okay. Um, so making a mockery of us. We we I'm rooting for the crows, obviously, because like the, the crows are almost Sorry. as cool as us. They're like <laughs> they're like little ones. They're like little <gasps> ravens. Is Goblin actually a crow? No, I'm the same size as y'all. <laughs> it, we're six foot. He's five twelve. Yeah, Goblin just has a short complex while being the same height as everyone else. I think. Yeah. Oh, I totally misunderstood. Okay. okay, got it. Um, so uh, Goblin, whenever any of the Tigers kids are up to bat, he is landing near them and screaming at them, d- doing the equivalent of a crow, hey, bata, bata. <laughs> I've rolled a four. Amazing. So, so that uh, works. I like I like this. So the anytime, so the he goes up, throws the pitch. <laughs> It's not even throws the pitch; just they they wind up to swing. Oh, at the right! Tea, it's a t ball. So there's these kids are just hitting above, below. They're just knocking the ball off. It's landing on the plate. The coaches are upset. They put the the ball back and go like, "Get another shot, kid." The kid and the kid winds up, and I go ah, and they miss it again. Amazing. 
love this. <laughs> so like so the the dads are angry. The dads are angry that their kids are no longer able to hit the ball because it's so easy. It's on. <laughs> it's it's sitting there. You just have to hit it. God dang it! And they throw the hat on the ground. They're stepping on it. Can I add something to this? Since Always. you've already succeeded, we've got half of the team or uh, yes. half of the ball caps off. Um, as you're doing that, I want to fly up into like the announcers booth or whatever. Um, and I want to hit the national anthem so it plays over that. So the rest of the dads take their hats off and put them over their heart. So patriotic. <laughs> um, and now we we just got the balls in the air. Um, well, even with that obstacle, it's up to the person who created the scenario. Yeah, to so, decide if this if we got it or if it sucks. So well, we I, still have to take care of the balls in the air, right? Well, the balls in the air is an obstacle, but the ultimate thing we're trying to do is to remove all the baseball caps. Oh, well, and what true. I was going to say anyway was the rules of etiquette say that women and children do not have to take their caps off when the national <laughs> anthem plays. <laughs> okay, okay. So the dads all their caps are off and now it's just the women and children. Okay. And the non-binary people who play by their own rules because okay. we're cooler. Well, and presumably the the kids on the field are still wearing caps. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so, so what obstacles obstacles do we still have here? Baseballs and the fact that there are still baseball caps. Baseballs, yeah. baseball caps. Okay, cool. Um, I think. Hmm. I don't have anything good to use. Um, you can recognize patterns. Yeah. So, so maybe you know how the game works. <laughs> you watch the kid pitch, and then you know there's a moment when that next ball is going into the air. What's well, well, T-ball? No. <laughs> that, okay. That's the thing that's Here, fucking me up, too. Here's the thing. Um, as as when, when I was in T-ball, we had the option of either being pitched to us, to us by our coach or hitting off the ball. And everyone on our team chose being pitched to by the coach because of the huge advantage of additional momentum in the ball. That's so like, fair. so I, I have a twisted memory of T ball mm-hmm. mm. because we did not actually use the T. I don't remember T ball. I remember going straight to uh machine pitch league machine pitch league. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. We didn't I... have that. We had, we had, we had little league after T ball. And I got hit once and decided that was enough. It was, <laughs> it was the in-between. So from, bad. They always put me in the outfield, so I full-ass like set my ass down in the field with my glove over my face because it was hot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think in, I fell asleep a couple times. In T-ball, I had a heat stroke. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, so... Um, Here's what I want to do. Okay. Um, so I don't know if this is common at every T-ball game, but there was usually like an ice cream truck at mine for like after the game and stuff. And, you know, uh, they would turn on the music once the game was over and the kids would all run and get like popsicles and stuff. So what I want to do is I want to sneak in um, and like uh, hit the the music for the ice cream cream truck that's not supposed to go off for another like ah, early twi- yeah so early so all the kids are like oh ice cream and abandon the field so they won't be hitting balls um 
This makes sense to me. Yeah, of course, right? You're going to um, give this poor ice cream driver a freaking PTSD. Yeah, being a nuisance. Uh, that's feelings. That's a four. Nice. Yeah, that I believe that works. The uh, um, the kids have no interest in uh, hitting balls when there is ice cream to be had. They all uh, the the jingle goes off. It's a creepy, slightly slowed down classic ice cream fan jingle, and the kids like drop their uh, their gloves wherever they were standing. The baseball bat uh, goes tumbling, and everyone sprints over towards the van to get. SpongeBob SquarePants with the eyes in the wrong spot, uh, ice cream, co- ice creams because that's the best. And so we're down to just the non-men and non-children in hats. <laughs> did they? Did did the kids like throw off their caps as yeah. they ran? Yeah, and especially the one with the uh, the helmet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't need because they're playing T-ball. But I also didn't care. I was like, that's not a baseball cap. I don't care about that hat. (laughs) (laughs) um, They should give all the kids helmets instead of these dumb freaking hats. Um, So, yeah, I am just going to try to fly at some people and try to get them to take their hats off. Dive bomb all the Karens. (laughs) And that is going to be a feelings roll for attacking enemies. And I got a four, so we're good, because I have a five feelings. Yeah. So, fun fact, you actually don't grow up until your maturity hits six. Great. It has to be your highest stat. Wonderful. Okay. So, uh, I was looking at my three, and I forgot that I have a five also. Which is adjusted by your uh, emotional yeah. uh, thing, which which could switch if you do a rant. Yes. But that So every, everyone's had their hats removed, so that is a, a successful... It depends on how we want to play it mechanically, because like I probably couldn't use one turn to get all of the hats, unless I oh, could. Oh, sure you can. Great, then yeah. I did that. And we're out of hats, and so I just start calling triumphantly. All righty. Unkindness following along. We have defeated the hats! Yay! <laughs> Call! Kaka! <laughs> uh, so how are we planning to experience emotion after that mischief and destruction? There is for sure an anthill on the field. Oh, yeah. So we're going to go anting. Because it feels so good. And according to the rules, anting is rolling around in an anthill because it feels good. (laughs) (laughs) And this is where we have an experience emotion. Well, does anyone have any uh, ranting, raving, or romance they have interests in right now? Well, I'm going to rant right away as I'm anting and it feels so good. All these emotions just pour out and I'm like... I just hate baseball caps. Why do humans always have to play God? They think they can have bigger beaks than us. Like, my beak's not small enough. Like, they just have to show me up all the time. And not only that, my beak is cool. It's just small. Their baseball caps look stupid. And they have dumb little symbols on them that tell them which, like, group of people they can cheer for. It's really stupid. What if what if Ravens did that? How stupid would that be? We all had to just carry around little symbols. <laughs> All right, question. Yeah, which one of us are you ranting to? Is, is uh, that, is that a rave? Three of us are just like on our backs on the end and we're just staring at each other. Yeah, because that could be either a rave or a rant, I feel. So I am ranting and I am going to turn to um, Goblin and okay. rant. 
Um, Goblin, in a moment of clarity, says, do you think that the baseball caps are a part of them? No, they're... (laughs) (laughs) I think they're trying to look like a bird and like they're better than me. No. So they other if I thought they were part I'm not trying to take off someone's appendage. Like Yeah, the, it's clearly a It's to show me up. No, to show me they're a better bird than me. No, they wish they could be a bird like you. They wish they could be as cool. And they want me to feel bad about it. No, it's it's like a furry. <laughs> like they don't <laughs> What the hell is a furry? I am a bird. <laughs> They've got like over exaggerated eyes and hands and stuff. They're not actually the thing. They just, they just, they just have, it's appreciation. (laughs) (laughs) You reset your stats. Great. So you're, so you've learned nothing. Yeah. Your youth and feelings are both at a four. Great. All right, Goblin or Chauncey, because I ha- I have one I want to do. But um, so I think as I'm rolling on the ant hill, I look at you guys and I'm like, "Did did you guys hear? Uh, like, I think if this whole Raven thing doesn't work out, I could be a DJ. I played music twice today. How cool is that? I got I got the the patriotic song, and I got the one that went do 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 ding a ding a ding." It's cold in here. I don't, and that's my rave. <laughs> I don't think that's how that ice cream song goes. Uh, You're supposed to slap the table so we can oh. validate. And I'm staying quiet. I'm also quiet. Uh, as Goblin doesn't believe that DJing is a valid career, he's going to stay quiet. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> all right, Goblin. No offense to actual DJs who listen all none of them. <laughs> uh, what is Goblin going to do? Uh, I don't need to rant because I, I am not emotionally distressed because Goblin never fails. Um, I think Goblin's going to rave. Uh, Goblin is going to uh, bounce around his two little feet. Uh, screaming uh, over and over, swing, bat, bat, swing, bat, bat, swing, <laughs> swing, bat, bat, swing. I, these kids couldn't hit shit. I every time they wind up, I yell at them, and they drop their bats and they piss their pants. It was the best. They're so silly, and then they they got you know, ice cream afterwards because they can't handle their failure. They're so bad at baseball. I would be so good at baseball. Goblin's the best. Oh, you oh. don't have thumbs. <laughs> I got. I got a little claws. I got gain of maturity. Uh, Chauncey says, mm, I don't think professional baseball is a valid career path. <clears throat> <laughs> you and I are just so rude to each other. <laughs> no offense to the <laughs> minor league baseball players who listen to this. The baseball playing DJ just upset this podcast. We've lost him. He's gone. Just like but I like hamburger. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess it's on to me. I'm. You know what? If at first you don't succeed, try again. Uh, you know what, Joey the Bird? 
you're still cute. I still really want to flirt with you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go find three different baseball hats, one for each of the teams, and one for just a random thing that somebody was wearing. And I'm going to rip them apart. Aww. Bring you the patches that were on each one. And then shreds of the bills. Tragically, I think that would work. So, <laughs> Yep. That's affirming. So you gain maturity. Cool. How mature are you? I'm 444. Four, four. Whoa. Whoa. I only got one more round and then I might be out. So that is... So we get one more, one, one more uh, mischief, mischief and, and destruction, perhaps. Okay, so <laughs> one of the options left is settling a score. Yeah. Um, I think that where, where, where's our normal hangout? It was the is park. It was this park? <laughs> but then, but uh, that's just, that's just the deal. Is I managed to convince Chauncey that sharing is good. Okay, that was that was a lesson learned. Yeah. So we roll into this park, and every tree is filled with pigeons and possums. Oh Pi- no! Pigeons on possums. Oh no! There is a a, a revenging gang war. They're here for revenge. We stole their garbage. We kicked them out of their turf. They're moving in on our territory. Oh, no. Um, you know what? Here's one of the obstacles. The humans have noticed that there's a bird flock that congregates here now and have shown up with bits of bread and bird seed. Oh, heck. So that's that's the obstacle I'm putting in. There's humans who are trying to attract more pigeons. I got one. Okay. It's mating season for the possums. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> they're just trying to mate and they're all in the way and anything we try to do, they're just making weird possum sounds and getting in the way. Oh my god. So, okay, okay. So the, the possums are the mounts for the pigeons the way the They're also the mounts for each other as well. Yeah, it sounds that but way. But I'm bump. Swarms of little babies hanging out. Yeah, there. yeah. Oh god. Ammo. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say ammo? I said ammo. But it's also, it's getting the pigeons all riled up because the possums won't just like be steered or reined the way uh-huh. that they normally will. Yeah, yeah. So they're getting extra cranky. Um. No. No, that's too much. <laughs> um. Uh. In addition to the birders um that are feeding the pigeons um there is also a group of scientists uh from the from the local biology department who are studying uh the strange mating habits of these mount possums all right so they're also just in the way then yeah yeah We've got human scientists, human enthusiasts, and possum enthusiasts. <laughs> so, the first thing I'm going to do 
is get a chunk of bread and throw it at a science. No, that's not good. Someone else go. I got nothing. Okay, I've got a great idea. I want to get a chunk of bread. I'm going to throw it at a scientist. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get a chunk of scientist. Oh, throw oh. it at bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, does, does, do you, yeah. either of you want to actually roll on that? No, no, no. 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 You go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, um, so the ornithologists are here yes. studying the habits. No, these are scientists studying the mating habits of the possums. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, we have bird fans, uh, <laughs> possum fans, and possum researchers. Okay. The possum fans are other possums, by the way. <laughs> yes. I got that. Uh, I'm going to go up to the possum fans, or the possum researchers. Okay. Um, and I'm going to... What I'm going to do is I'm going to strut my stuff in front of them. Because I need to shift their focus of research from mammals to ornithopters. Yeah. Okay. And if I can be pretty enough... Uh, and I'm going to generally make a nuisance about this. That is a two. Amazing. So, who put the uh, possum researchers in, in uh, play? That was me. Um, yeah, there is... Um, uh, you recognize the goth couple uh, from a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Um he or the the guy from uh, uh is the is in grad school for mammal research and he <laughs> recognizes you and sees that you recognize him so he become he shifts his focus from the the possums to hey I want to try to make a relationship with this specific raven that seems to remember me I bring him a Lacroix pop tab oh no <laughs> charming. Um, I am going to make a nuisance of myself with the, um, um, possums, the possum enthusiast, um, who it is mating season. And I'm going to go around just screaming that, uh, possum STIs are on, uh, (laughs) are on the, uh, the increase. And I keep finding, um, I'm going to go around the park and find, uh, (laughs) this is so gross. Uh, use condoms condoms and throw them at the possums and be like, be safe out there. Just plastic bags. Chlamydia is on the rise. wrappers. Yeah. Uh, is that, would you call that making a nuisance? Yeah, I'd fucking say. (laughs) I mean, it's either that or you're helping them avoid danger. (laughs) Either way, uh, it's a three for my four. Yeah. So I passed. All right. (laughs) so while you pass this doesn't necessarily stop the possum so much as pauses them (laughs) so they're like oh good call good call call, call. and then they all put on (laughs) their contraceptives and go back to business but this time there's not going to be any more ammunition for them that's true that's true Also defeats the purpose of mating season, but that's neither. That here. was that was my oh. goal. I have no more ammunition way. for them. I I have another thought, but someone else can go first. Um, so I think the other. Uh, so we so we have there's possums are still going at it. Uh, they're still the researchers are distracted. And what was the third one? There's uh. 
uh, too many pigeons. The, no, it was too people pigeon- feeding the pigeons. Yeah, yeah. and right, then right. it's right. also just straight up pigeon gang war. Yeah. 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 So I think um, the the people feeding the pigeons are just so pleased to see um, all these pigeons jumping around, eating stuff, being super like. I don't think pigeons are super cute, but they're they're they think they're cute. So they're they're being pigeon cute, um, riding some barebacking possums. Exactly. Just oh, how cute is that? Um, <laughs> so I think uh, Goblin's plan is to really rile this up into a proper gang war. So um, he's gonna land down in the middle of everything and scream at the top of his line, top of his lungs, "Fight me, fuckers!" <laughs> I rolled a three. <laughs> nice. Uh, so uh, when me and the pigeons start scrapping, uh, I'm hoping that the pigeon enthusiasts <laughs> are not going to be keen on seeing pigeons getting into actual gang fights. <laughs> That's the thing is they're, they've paused in their throwing of bird sheet. Cause they're like, what's going on? Like, are things okay? Like what's an issue here? Like what's actually happening? Me and a bunch of pigeons are going circles around each other, stabbing at each other with, with, uh, I also think because, it, yeah, I also think because it's possum mating season. I mean, this isn't my thing to defend or throw, but like, I feel like maybe they would just think it's bird mating season and you're trying to mate with pigeons. I mean, well, you can tell you because they're switchblades. Well, here's the thing. The switch, the, um, Possibly yeah, yeah. You can oh, I them. was, yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's, that's so, not what this is. So here's the deal: they've you you have paused the the seed throwing. They're like, what what's going? Like, is everything okay? Like, do we need to intervene? Like, do we stop? And like the few that were the few that were there is like, oh, it's a family activity. Like gathering up their kids. Like, no, no, honey, no, you don't do that. No, we're uh, we're just gonna go away. You don't need to learn that. So we're gonna face you the other way. <laughs> Because you're actually using some pretty interesting knife fighting techniques. Yeah, they're, uh, some some of the pigeons have chains. Some of them have bats. <laughs> yep. Wow. Some of them are singing in step. So, <laughs> once Benny in the Jets. Once you're a pigeon, you're a pigeon all the way. <laughs> so, here's the deal: you're holding your own really, really nicely in this switchblade gang fight. I'm so much. Bigger. You're very, very much outnumbered. This is true. So even though you're bigger than the pigeons. There's a lot more of them. So you're starting to lose ground. And they're starting to actually get around you. Yeah. Because they're not distracted by so much bird seed anymore. What yeah. they don't realize is I still have my buddies, the wolves. You're good. There is one in particular who has his own issues with he's a crossbreed. His, his mom was a Labrador and his dad was <laughs> wild. He's got, he's got some... He's got some issues he's he's sorting through, but it means he's he's more welcome and like able to scavenge easier. Yeah. So he's actually around from time to time, and so I so I actually fly over and go, hey, hey, I got a new friend, I got a new, I got a new, got a new pastime, got a new pastime. You ready for this? You ready for this? Bowling for buzzards, <laughs> and we're going to uh, come flying in, screaming at the top of our lungs, like full howl and just ah and just bowl right through your little combat. Nice. Thereby working more on the gang war, as it were. Yeah. And that is a four. Nice. Great. Nice. Who was the gang war? Uh, this is the general oh. The obstacle. Oh. Like, oh, that are, is, are that is the goal. Oh, that's yeah. the goal. Okay. And it's the person who set the goal is decides uh-huh. whether we're done or if this sucks now, who so we're just that? leaving it alone. That was me. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. God. So I think, we're settling a score with the pigeons is what we're trying to do. Yeah. So I think the uh, the the pigeons are sort of surrounding me. They're starting to like 
the ones I'm holding off are, are starting to like get more backup. And then suddenly it half, half a wolf, half a, what do you say? Dachshund. Yep. Um, come flying in Labrador. You said Labrador. Didn't you? <laughs> I did. Dachshund okay. is better. <laughs> Dad was a Dachshund. Mom was a wolf. <laughs> oh no. Just short little legs. Terrifying face. Um, <laughs> Joey like, the bird finds it adorable. I, mean, I would, but also kind of scary, especially if it's bigger than you. Um, <laughs> so you two come flying in, uh, running into this like pile of pigeons. Um, and I would say that, uh, let's just say that, yeah, that this scares them away. Um, the park is suddenly empty of pigeons. and the A lot of fucking possums, oh. though. <laughs> yeah, but they're not in the trees. <laughs> We're good. The best part is that wasn't an expletive describing them. That was a... Uh, I stand by... It was an adjective. <laughs> I stand by looking mean so they don't come back as my portent. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think that I think that solves our, our havoc. Yeah. The, the so how are we experiencing emotion around this? What are we doing? We beacon uh, down on some garbage. <laughs> we splashing around in a puddle. <laughs> Anting? <laughs> or are you watching the one person who tried to grill and is failing horribly? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think that makes sense. I th- okay, so imagine you go to the park. There's a bunch of people feeding birds, and you're like, "That's a great barbecue day." Then suddenly, so many possums show up, so many pigeons show up. Then a then a wolf dog comes running through, and just starts trying to eat the pigeons. You're like, I'm taking my family and I'm leaving. <laughs> um, so there's just a barbecue slowly turning um, all the hot dogs on it into charcoal. This thing is like a little out of control. Just a, a overly flaming grill. Joey starts rave. Joey the bird starts raving. You guys, you guys, we got to get those hot dogs. We got to get those hot dogs. We haven't eaten yet today. We got to get those hot dogs. Are you coming with me? Hot dogs. <laughs> Cow. Cow. I'm staying quiet, but uh, I won the majority. <laughs> I have. I have. So I'm going to pick up mimicry again since I didn't get to use it last time. And I want to talk like a human and be creepy. I'm going to let Goblin and Chauncey go first. Uh, uh, Chauncey, you got something? I'm struggling to find out what I want Goblin to do because he's such a weird little gerblin. <laughs> I think I'll romance Joey the bird again and I'll fly over into the flame because you all know Chauncey like flame um, and grab a hot dog um, and fly over to you and just set it at your feet. Caca! And tragically, that matures me. I'm out. Oh, well, that depends. Up, that's it's... up to you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you feel? Affir- do you think uh, this was affirming or mocking? Call. Oh, I think this was definitely affirming. Yeah. Great. I hit maturity. We'll finish the round, but then we're done. Uh, so I think. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think a uh, uh, goblin's gonna romance uh, Chauncey a little bit. Um, I think uh, I think Goblin's gonna bring you a bit of uh, yellow plastic that he found on the ground somewhere. It's like a straw from Subway. Do they do yellow straws? 
Uh, he do green. We'll say it's yellow. He's got a yellow straw, and he like hops up to you and goes like, "Got your straw? It's yellow." <laughs> you want yellow? You want yellow? Let me smash. <laughs> Let me smash. Cow. <laughs> that feels affirming. Yeah, I think so. Are you a grown-up bird now? No, no. Because we could have been a thruple if anyone else matured on this. <laughs> well, that's I, just the thing. I'm, the, I'm, doesn't no, work. I'm nowhere close. Great. Um, so that being said, you you brought yellow? Brought yellow. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll do you one better. I'm going up to Chansey. <laughs> and I, got, I, brought, I brought blue. You want blue? <laughs> Give me blue. Get some blue. Let me smash. <laughs> Cow. <laughs> yep, that's affirming. <laughs> Are you mature yet? Nope. <laughs> the math doesn't yeah. work I out. I was really pulling for a thruple. So, uh, two of our ravens have grown up. Yep. Um, that would be Joey the bird and Ben. Um, they become adults and mate for life, uh, and you win the game. I am now Joey the adult bird. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm now Benjamin. <laughs> And according to Goblin and Chauncey, uh, we win the game because these two clearly lost. <laughs> what did you end up with as maturity? Four, four, two. I had four, four, four. So I was almost grown up. Almost grown up. <sighs> so close to a thruple trying to get that rep. <laughs> almost left Goblin behind. The thing is, I never, ever failed. We would just raise you as our thruple child. <laughs> like, we would. <laughs> We're the dads now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm the dads now. All right. We'll come back after the break. Ha ha. Thanks for listening to us play Unkindness. Now we're going to get into our review phase. Um, let's start with likes and dislikes. Who wants to go first? Uh, you know what? I will go first. Um, I very much liked... That it was, uh, it was very role play heavy more than anything else. This is a cooperative, a cooperative storytelling game, which is one of my favorites in micros. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone works together to tell the story. There's not one person running it. Um, honestly, my dislike is that it's it's up to the individual player. If they're going to, if they want to let, if they want to try and continue the game or finish the game. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of talking to each other about it. You just make that decision. Right. And it, it still takes a while either way, but you can, you can act in a specific way to kind of hurry the end of the game or delay the end of the game if you want. Yeah. Like I, I did exactly that when I decided that like, no, I'm in a car at this point. I don't want the game to be over quite yet. Yep. Uh, Manny, you got likes and dislikes? Yeah, likes. Uh, love the unbridled chaos, and I think that the, <laughs> the way that it's kind of set up kind of lends itself to that pretty easily. Um, l- dislikes are, it was a little unclear sometimes uh, as to what you could roll against, uh, and we kind of like eventually were like, it's okay that we're rolling against our own obstacle and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it's a little unclear if you have to clear the obstacles before the goal or so that just lack of clarity. I wasn't crazy about, but thought it worked. Uh, 
I second Matt's opinion about uh, how role play heavy it is. Uh, loved it. Love that. Yeah, I would say I agree that the roles could have been more clear. Like, I actually appreciate when games like talk to me like I'm four, especially when it's a micro. Uh-huh. Um that being said, I did feel like some of the issue was uh, me. So um, just being just honestly not all with it. Um, so that was one thing I liked. I also, or that was one thing I didn't like, sorry. And then otherwise, I don't know. I really love the role play aspect. I really liked that. Goals were clear. Making obstacles was fun. One thing I noticed that we didn't talk about um, yet is I know the last game I had a critique that like when you roll for powers or personality or whatever, that they weren't all helpful or necessary. But I actually think in this game you roll D6 to get a power. And I thought they were all very in line with Ravens and also very useful. I just kept forgetting to use when I had an extra mimicry. But again, that was user error. Mm -hmm. Um, but other than that, I like the way you build a character and then how important that is. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I think my, my biggest like is the character creation. I love the sort of like vibes you get of, you know, the, the things that define you as a teenager, the things that make you uncomfortable and the things you hate. Mm -hmm. As a kid, I, I hated blue jeans because everything they stood for. And I wasn't absolutely insecure about my height. So playing a a raven that had similar kind of motivations really made me feel like a teenager again and that mm-hmm. was great um i think my biggest dislike however is um i'm all about micro rpgs that tell you when the game is over although having two of your players leave and leave the other ones behind did feel a little weird to me when most games that you play is y'all are a party no matter what, and you all end the game as a party. Yeah. In this, we split halfway, and there was definitely a, a concerned effort to try to get uh, Chauncey over the line <laughs> into maturity, which would have left poor Goblin all alone. I would not have let that happen. We would have. It would have been my three dads. It would have been. <laughs> but it didn't make Goblin feel like he wasn't alone. So that, that that's 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 my one dislike is just because there is a sort of. Uh, party split at the end which of course i think also kind of that's kind of how what happens in real life it's not it it fits the theming in a way but i just don't like that i also think if we're going with like (laughs) real life analogy then the kids who got married straight out of high school absolutely (laughs) did not win (laughs) well that's what i was gonna say is i i like I don't know. I kind of agree with you, Tim, in that, like, it, it is weird that they split the party, mm-hmm. but um, there's the thing in the rules that, like, everyone who doesn't win thinks that they won because yep. the they, other ones had to grow up. And so... It's not like a I, win-loss that upsets me. Is that, is that yeah. we can't really say that our characters are going to stay that Well... As we go on. Our characters aren't the For same. For legal reasons, stop singing. <laughs> well, it's under eight seconds. I think we're okay. It yeah. was perfect, however. No, I think, though, that actually... it's. I think it segues into the next thing of what was this game trying to do? And I think emulating teenagerness 
is a big part of what this game's about. And I think it hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I don't uh, know that you could have hit that nail even any harder. Yeah. Even if you went for a freaking, for a full licensed TMNT game, I think this <laughs> hits, hits it better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the Tootin' Teenage Needle Teetles, yes. Yep. Yeah, I... <laughs> Uh, yeah like no. i think i think having us be ravens was um probably a fun thing but overall i think this game is about being teenagers yeah yeah and i think that it's actually smart to make us ravens or to have the players be ravens because if we were just angsty teens i could see how that wouldn't be quite as much fun because you would either be leaning too hard into like being a teenager and that kind of can come off like disingenuous in yeah. a way it adds um, the right amount of flippancy yeah as someone who's played and severely disliked monster hearts part of the thing that made me so uncomfortable was playing a child and then being told to sleep with each other as a child oh. um which is not strictly in the rules have you not played monster hearts no. before well, we can talk about it after the pod but um some of the uh, the mechanics of the monster hearts have this sort of like oh, there should be romance happening as teens, which is fine. But, like, it is uncomfortable at the table to play a teenager who is being sexual. Even though as a teenager, I was very sexual. Like, right. That's yeah, just how, sure. that's how it that's how it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so having us play Ravens definitely put that thought out of my head because, like, I'm a bird. Bird's going to flirt like birds flirt. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think that's what made it so... Well, and you don't Successful. actually, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you don't actually see any of the actual mating except for the possums. But yeah, the possums, <laughs> and that's that's not even in the in the game. That was us. That was yeah. us. Well, and I do think, remember being a teenager, there is something about the way that like they define romance in the game that is very reminiscent of like here's a gift or I'm going to showboat to get that person to like me or uh, I think the alarming part for me was realizing that I'm 38 and that's still how I try to get women I didn't like that call out <laughs> what reading Edgar Allan Poe to them well here's here's where it gets kind of silly because we've we've gone over the fact that this yes this is a teenage game and mm-hmm. we're playing as Ravens and it, nail on the head James D'Amato knocked it out of the park mm-hmm from here, I, it turns into what would we change, if yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, and I think I would actually, if you if y'all don't mind, I want to take this one first. Yeah. Because as written, I think the game is clean. I think I think it's really well balanced. It's really well done. There is two things that I would maybe change. Uh, one is just for the point of math, because uh, something we didn't hit in the game is if a raven dies, all the other members of, of the unkindness gain a point of maturity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's taking a player out of the game, I would make that two points just to end the just mm. to end the game faster so you don't have one person sitting and watching. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the uh, the other half is maybe in the writing, but I don't really think so because it's in the romance. Uh, affirming or mocking is entirely on the on the behalf of the bird who is doing it. So it's one of those of, hey, I flirted with you, and you can react however you want, but it's all in my perception of that reaction. And I want to say that's a bit of an issue because you can force someone else to gain maturity from it. So it's like my perception of your reaction to it is a whole thing. Right. It's glossed over by the fact that we're all birds and the only response you can give is, ah, ah. 
but at the same time, that's that one sits a little weird, but I think it fits the teenage feel. Well, mm-hmm. that, that's what I was about to say. I think mechanically it's a little wonky, but I mean, I remember being a teenager and like you're it, you're all going off feelings <laughs> when you're flirting with someone. It's very rare that you like know what uh, like your crush is actually thinking. So like. I don't know. It didn't bother me as much because I'm like, oh, they said something, but I it felt like they were mocking me or like I totally misinterpreted that. Uh, I thought that they were, you know, giving me the signs or, that they were into it or whatever. So they said thanks. I took that as thanks. I love you. Instead of exactly. Yeah. And so like that's a very teenage thing. And like, I don't know. I, I Yeah. Thematically, I really like it, but I do agree that like mechanically it's a little wonky. Well, and one thing too is like as a human, there's always a chance to be like, oh God, I'm sorry. That was weird. I was just trying to ask you out. Um, so it doesn't leave it totally <laughs> in maturity. someone else. <laughs> it doesn't leave it completely up to someone's interpretation. Uh-huh. Um but that being said, for that, and when we're putting humanness on it, I agree with that critique. At the same time, it is very animalian to be like, no, I don't want that blue. And you have to decide if that means get a better blue and then we'll mate or mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or just a hard no. So yeah. I did think it followed animal rules well or like animal mating rituals. Mm-hmm. Or at least teenager mating rituals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually agree that I think the game is like probably one of the cleanest that we've played in a while. Like there's very little that I would actually change about it because I think it works. Um, If I'm being super picky and looking for something to add, then I would maybe want maturity to have some sort of mechanical um, application other than just once you get so many you 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 lose the game mm-hmm. uh, I don't know just another skill that you could roll or maybe if you're the most mature you can give advice to the rest of the unkindness and let them re-roll or something I don't think it necessarily needs that like I said if I'm very being very very picky that's the one thing is like I would like the maturity to be a rollable skill but I don't really think it needs it yeah I don't know that I would change a whole lot either. I agree with what's been said. Um, I do a fun mechanic that I think if you're rolling well, you just don't get to use a lot is the feelings increase where you have to like choose anger, jealousy, infatuation, joie de vivre. I would have liked to have played with that more. So maybe if there was another mechanic, but I also think a lot of that issue was we were all just rolling well. Yeah, Goblin rolled so hot. He had no emotional issues ever. Yeah. Outside of the clear emotional issues he had. <laughs> Speaking as someone who did have to do it, it was a lot of fun like, yeah. playing those heightened emotions. But I think you were the only one, weren't you? Uh, I, I, I was filled with rage anger. at one point. but yeah. And if we're going with like both animal psyches and teenage psyches, I actually... So maybe this is another point of like <laughs> something I would change. Um that should be easier to do to get taken mm-hmm. over by those emotion emotions. Um, or especially earlier on. I yeah, feel that exactly. like, uh, if there was some sort of way to buffer your, um, ability to be emotionally compromised based on your maturity, that would be pretty sick. Oh, yeah, that, that would be really like cool. Yeah, yeah. The two of them together. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think other than potentially, uh, yeah, I think other than potentially doing something like that, the only other thing that I potentially would change is I kind of struggled 
trying to figure out are we allowed to have someone roll twice? It says players take turns. It kind of says go around when it comes to like running through the mechanical bit of deciding how you handle havoc and chaos. Um, or rather, uh, sorry, uh, chaos and destruction. Um, that's not it either. I, here's, um, anyway, I'm, I'm almost done. Yeah. Uh, mi- mischief and disc- destruction. I, I would like a, a slightly more clarity on, um, whose turn it's supposed to be. Does it go in a circle? Um, should, should you like, if you miss once, does it go around to you again? Cause if that is the case, it lowers the chance of you having to deal with your emotions and having to deal with death mm-hmm. because we only got Matt to compromise emotionally because you rolled twice in a row. And I didn't compromise. Oh no, that was, no, that, that, was, was that, uh, that was, yeah. um, that. that was something we did actually was we, if you failed the roll, you rolled it again yeah. or you chose to pass. Um, but that was kind of an unspoken rule we accidentally agreed on yeah. as we were going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that actually needs to have a hat hung on, hung yeah. on it real hard. I agree. Because, um, yeah, it feels like that. Part of the issue with this is listed as a playing time of one to two hours. <laughs> this game should be a one and a half to three hours as listed. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the, way it's, the way it's designed is if you want to keep going and you want to experience all those bits... If you set the out, if you set the goal, you decide when the table is done with that goal. And that's, that is a mechanic I have not seen before where there's no actual limit. There's no actual time. You're not going for it. The table is going for this goal until the person who set it decides, yeah, you know what? I think we got it. Or nah, this is now boring and it's not worth it. We're done with this bit. And then you move to the experience emotion. We, because of the format of this podcast, we had to power through it and right. push quickly. Um, so we didn't quite get to that, but we could have had any one of us at the table when they set the goal go, no, we're not done yet. No, we're not done yet. Yeah, no, there's, there's still more. There's still this. And yeah. we've all set obstacles and those obstacles aren't cleared yeah. at any given point. Like we treated it like it was a game where we have to clear objective, 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 side goal, objective, objective. Yeah. That's not the way this is written. This is written to be that big, goofy table. Everyone goes around. It's meant to be that chaos of storytelling. Yeah. Um, due to the format of our podcast, we weren't able to really hang on that. But I think that that portion actually comes up a whole lot more if the table is playing it for the heck of it and not for the microphone. Yeah. yeah true. And I think the flip side of that, too, is like a game you – set up your character at the beginning and you want to play for a while. And I think you could end up just breezing through it. Not everyone would get to set an obstacle, which was like the most fun part to me. Um, And so I would hate for that to have happened, which luckily we all knew we had to get a podcast out. So we didn't go that (laughs) route, but it could have easily. All right. Well, I think that speaking of uh, playing it into microphones, that leads us to our last part of our review of would you shelve it or would you table it? Unless anyone else have anything else you want to add. I would table it. I had a great time. I'm, I honestly have to set the coin on the edge. Um, for more than half of my tables, I would not bring this to the table. Uh-huh. For the other ones, this is the game to bring out when everyone is too chaotic to sit down and actually mm. play a game. This is, this is something I would keep in my back pocket is, Nobody wants to actually sit down and tell the story. Everyone wants to tell their own stories right now. Cool. Let's all sit down. Let me put away the GM screen. Just pull out a D six 
pick your favorite and make a make a make a raven. Let's have some fun. Yeah. yeah. So I like it's this is not a thumbs up or a thumbs down. This is a thumb in the middle. I want <laughs> yeah. to go both ways. Hmm. Uh I'm definitely tabling this. I thought it was great. I yeah. would play this anytime. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's enough to it that like you can house rule a lot of th- issues that we had with it and make it longer or shorter. Well, and another reason I tabled it, one thing I didn't say earlier is um, this is also similar to what Matt was saying, but this is actually a really good game for beginners, people who aren't as used to RPGs, things mm-hmm. like that. If you, as someone running the game, gets very clear about what the house rules about some of the confusion were. Yeah, I, th- I think with an experience, with, with people who have played a lot of RPGs before, having a few newbies in this would be a fantastic game for that. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm definitely tabling this as well. I think I agree with everyone on their on their points. Um, and as someone who has, you know, has has several times played with players trying to play in and run games around um, youth, like trying to like I, I played in a World of Darkness Innocence game that didn't that was a struggle to play. I played mm-hmm. in a, um, you know. Like, like I mentioned earlier, the uh, uh, Monster Hearts game that also didn't go much anywhere. I wouldn't run any of those games again. I wouldn't play in any of those games again. This is so far, to my word, the best teenage game <laughs> I've ever played. Uh-huh. So if I'm playing with, if I ever end up in a situation where someone's like, "Man, I want to play Monster Hearts," I'm like, "Duh, no, you don't. You want to play Unkindness." Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that that's where I'd land. So that's uh, three yeses and one, one mostly. Mostly. Okay, <laughs> sick. Love that. Um, Which is a very teenage The thing. most, the most. Uh, it's like, maybe, I don't know. Ask me next week. So that leads us to the end. Um, any of y'all have anything you need to plug? I actually have something I want to plug. There's this crazy good podcast I've been hearing all about lately. It's called Lesser Evil. <laughs> oh, I was going to plug that too. <laughs> I heard it's really good. <laughs> I Thank you. Okay. No, I'll let right. the people who actually who actually uh, are in it do the plug. Yeah, Lesser Evil is a D&D live action play podcast set in a 90s based world where the Dark Lord won uh, and now reigns supreme over the fantasy world. Their iPhones and stuff. It's a lot of fun. I don't know. I'm the GM. I've listened to a couple episodes. I really enjoyed it. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. I write uh, tarot and witchcraft books. You can probably just Google Cassandra Snow. You'll find Queering the Tarot, Queering Your Craft, as well as my most recent lessons from the Empress. Um, So buy those wherever you buy books, because that helps me eat and stuff. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening to Table It. Uh, You can find us at micro underscore RPGs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Or you can email us at microRPGs at gmail.com. We also have a Discord. You can join our Patreon if you want to support us financially. Rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And most importantly, tell a friend about us. Our theme is Chill Vibra Jazz Theme by Danny Dory. And we'll see you all next time. Call.